This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by Joseph Zaza. Joe is both the leader of a surgery center management firm. He's literally managed dozens to probably almost 100 surgery centers throughout the course of his career. He's a, he's a acute observer of what's going on in outpatient trends. He's also teaching a class right now on financial literacy for physicians. And we'll talk a little bit about investing and managing money and so forth. We know the audience is mostly health systems, health system leaders, but a little bit about that too and sort of you know what, what the University of Alabama Birmingham is doing to teach this and, and a little bit more. Uh, Joe, can you take a moment, tell us a little bit about what are the key trends you're following in outpatient surgery? What's going on in the market? It seems like a sprawling, crazy market. What's happening with outpatient surgery? Thank you, Scott. Um, yes, it is. Uh, th- there's a lot of change going on, but we're seeing um, some real focus in certain areas. And, and, and where it's going is, is that we're seeing more cases move towards AFCs and how the payers are reacting to that is very interesting and very important. Most of our surgery centers are hospital physician joint, joint ventures we manage for health systems and physicians. And specifically, we're seeing orthopedic joint surgery, total uh, knees, total hips, total shoulders moving to an outpatient uh, market. And these are very different than the traditional ASC type procedures that we've been doing uh, since we started our firm 25 years ago. Uh, these are higher cost cases, but they're also potentially higher margin cases. And because um, we're dealing with, you know, expensive implants, and, and you know, these implants can cost four or five thousand um, dollars. You know, it's it, it, it's it's a very different discussion we're having with the payers than the typical, okay, we're going to do tubes and tonsils on a kid and, um, you know, the cost is this and this is kind of the rate we're going to get. So I would say that area right now is kind of a hot area and a hot discussion area going on between ASCs uh, and um, the third-party payers. And, and are the payers more receptive to surgery centers or does it depend on what market you're in? What's the sense you get from payers in terms of their perspective? And, and again, intuitively, it feels like they should always be receptive to surgery centers because lower cost of service, but they haven't always been because they've often been so dependent upon the hospital partner in a town, and they need that hospital as their biggest supplier to be comfortable with them on rates. And sometimes if you move cases to the surgery center out of the hospital, this will negatively impact hospital payer negotiations. But, but tell us, what are hospitals, what are you seeing there between the payers and surgery centers today? Are they more receptive? Has it become less dependent on the hospitals also, or are not necessarily so? Well, you know, we've always said that healthcare is a local business and each market is different. However, we're seeing um, the big payers roll out, you know, what they would call, they call them national contracts. Um, and, and they're national, they're more of a regional type contract where that payer has a large segment of the market and is trying to kind of move everybody to the same uh, general rates. One of the things that um, we feel like is part of the discussion with the payers is to say, look, this is a win-win for both parties, and these cases are moving out of the hospital. You're paying typically two to three times more um, in the hospital, So, uh, and, and our hospital partners are usually at the table with us, and it's, it's a little bit of a mixed bag for them, but uh, the movement uh, to, of these cases, specifically some of the cases I'm talking about, to the ASC setting, 
um, helps them with their other discussions with the payers, the hospital's other discussions with the payers in the big picture. But if you go to a market and you just have a surgery center and say, look, um, you know, we, we, we need better rates than this, uh, and we're moving stuff out of the hospital, the payer's looking at a much bigger picture. Uh, the surgery center and the surgery, surgery carve-outs that we're talking about are maybe a very small piece of a much larger pie, and you see a lot more resistance under that type of scenario. But when you're working in conjunction with your hospital partner and you're uh, bringing uh, this to the table, you tend to get better results. Fantastic. Thank you. You're also teaching class at the University of Alabama, Birmingham. It's got this great graduate program for healthcare and healthcare leadership and administration. What are the fundamentals of that class? What are you teaching about financial literacy? Talk to us a bit about that and, and just physicians becoming smarter about the money, better investors, healthcare systems, trying to help their physicians do the same thing. Talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing and what you're teaching. So, um, six years ago, I started teaching in the MHA program, the Masters of Health Administration program, using a book that uh, you contributed to called Developing and Managing Surgery Centers. Out of that came, the medical school came to uh, me and said, will you teach a class on um, you know, financial literacy for physicians? And the genesis of it was I would, start, I would talk to the MHA students and they'd ask me things about how do you buy a car? Should I buy a lease? Or, you know, how do I buy a house and how do you invest and stuff like that? And so the genesis of this class came out of that and basically classes for their um, new uh, draftees to teach them, you know, how to hire an agent and how to deal with money so that they don't waste it. And we start this class really in three different areas. We start with that it's a people business and physicians don't know everything. Um, and I don't know everything, but we all, there's the division of labor. And we really talk about how you interact with people. And then we walk the physicians through the true revenue cycle process of here's how you see a patient. Here's what a CPT code is. Here's how you bill. Here's what compensation models are. Um, but we walk them through an entire revenue cycle process. So they understand that. And then within their practice, how do they deal with, um, we call it their tribe, which is their colleagues, their partners in the practice, the staff in their office, the um, referring physicians. And, 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 and essentially what we believe is a core element of success is how they deal with people and how important that is and what a major point of emphasis is. Then we move into the second part of the class, which is you know, basic personal finance. This is how the tax system works. And here's how you, you know, here's the difference between leasing and buying a car and how you figure that out. And then we get into investing. And I use books that are like, you know, books that you and I have probably read, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's an oldie, but God, it's so good. Um, uh, the Richest Man in Babylon and, um, and, and a couple of others as examples of things to think about. John Bogle's books, John Bogle was the founder of Vanguard Investments about indexed investing. And you know that's kind of supplemental material. And then we have discussions on those. So when they walk out of the class, they have a basic understanding of what we call financial literacy, how you invest, how you get yourself in trouble, how not to uh, get into bad deals or how to at least feel like maybe you need to you know, bring somebody else in, how to put a team of advisors together, uh, healthcare attorneys, lawyers, you know, accountants, you know, state lawyers, accountants, 
and building a team of people around you. And that's really kind of what the class is about. And uh, it's been very well received. So, so magnificent. It's really big, big themes. The importance of dealing with people, your tribe, your teams, people you work with, all kinds of people, and, and this emotional intelligence aspect of practice and business and everything else. And then the basics of finance, investing, revenue cycle, and a whole lot of other issues that go into feeling centered and having control of your life as you go forward so that you're not beholden to everybody else for the rest of your life, that you, you have some control of your financial future and, and destiny. And, and Joe, talk for a moment about this year, what are you most focused on and excited about? You've built a magnificent service center company. You also are a teacher. You love working with people. What are you most focused on and excited about this year? Well, I, we want to get better as a company. And um, we're, we take summer, our summer project, every summer we take a project internally as a company and, and, and it's, you know, continuous improvement and figure out how can we get better operationally as a company and how can we serve our clients better. So our project this summer is ongoing um, and it has to do with the revenue cycle piece of it. Um, that, that's my, you know, immediate micro focus on the, on the macro front. It's, you know, attracting the right clients, good clients that we can do a good job for um, and keeping the company uh, big enough that uh, um, we have plenty of, of operational strength, but small enough that we're still a boutique operation and people pick up the phone and can call me. And, and that's a balance. And it's tough uh, some days to, you know, achieve that balance. But those are the things we're striving for. I, I'm super excited about the industry itself right now, the ASC industry itself. Uh, there's several very good companies uh, in our space, and they're doing a good job. We're seeing these cases move towards an outpatient setting, and that's really a, that's, that's a real positive. And we're getting, it looks like we're coming out of COVID, and what, what does the world look like post-COVID? You know, those kinds of things. But ambulatory surgery centers are going to be an integral part of healthcare delivery, and they're going to grow, but, but they need to grow in a very uh, focused way, meaning that you don't just, it's not, it's not 1991 where you just build a surgery center on every street corner. It's where do you build a surgery center and how does this fit in with the uh, health system strategic plan or the physician group's strategic plan? And that's where we like to get involved and help our clients. So I'm really excited about the next, you know, few few years and, and where things are going. I, yes. I appreciate you so much taking the time to visit with us today. Can't wait to get a chance to see you again in person at some of the Becker's Healthcare Conferences. Always a pleasure to visit with you. Congratulations on your teaching at UAB and the success of ASD management. Thank you very much for taking the time to visit with us today. Thank you, Scott.